Welcome back to another episode of the Trang Nova podcast, the podcast for those who know they're made for more, who are hungry to create an extraordinary life where they have fulfilled their purpose and potential by pivoting out of their current job and building their dream business of impact, achieving worldwide domination in what it is that they do while still living their truest and fullest life. My name is Trang Nova, mentor, speaker, and your host for the show. And today, I invite you to come behind the scenes of how my client finally discovered what business she will launch. And I think this is going to be relevant for many of you because although there are those of you who are listening who are already on the journey of starting your business, running your business, growing your business, there are also many of you who are currently in your jobs and you just know that there is more out there for you. You know that you are destined to achieve and contribute in a greater way than you may be now. And this is why the story of Tracy and how she has been able to get clear on the business that she is launching will hopefully resonate with you and give you some clarity of how you can partake on this journey as well. So over the last three months, my client Tracy and I have partnered up for one-on-one mentoring so that she could undergo the journey of discovering what it is that she wants after realizing that her current job as a podiatrist isn't it. Like she was in a position where she had heaps of different business ideas. It's not that she had no idea what she wanted. She she had a lot of different ideas and liked the sound of all of them, but was really stuck on how to narrow down and how to choose the one path and commit to that path. So that's why during the time that we have worked together, we've been able to go through this discovery process that eventually led Tracy to launching and running her protein flowers campaign for Valentine's Day. So I wanted to share with you the behind the scenes of exactly how I guided Tracy and helped her get clear on what business that she was going to launch. So the first thing I want to mention is I do very often get asked, how do I discover what I want to do? And as much as I would like to answer that question in one simple sentence, it's just not the case because there is no simple three-step strategy for you to discover your purpose. There is no single question for you to journal on that will give you the clarity that you seek. It looks different for everyone. Like I've had a client who was feeling completely lost and then in a single 90-minute session that we had together using the ultimate legacy visualization, um, she became completely clear on what business she wanted to start. And then within like a month or two, she had literally opened up a storefront to start her personal training studio. Um, I've had other clients who've needed to take the path of elimination through action. So trial and error. I've also had other clients who've needed to focus on what their heart calls for via a spiritual process. So for some clients, it takes a few hours, a few days. For others, it takes a few months of actioning and living out their life to then get answers along the way. And there is no one process that is superior over the other because I really do believe that part of this whole thing is that we can't cheat time. Like Time is something that we just sometimes need to allow to unfold for us to get the answers that we desire. And an example I often use is think about dating. 
Now, when you go on a first date with someone, you cannot possibly guarantee that on that first date, you will know if they are your soulmate and you're going to get married to them. You just can't. How can you know on the first date? That is why people go on recurrent dates with someone. They go on a second date and a third date and they keep dating them over the period of months and years before they actually get to know the person well enough and they get the security of, okay, you know what? I really see that we can share a life together and then they can take it to the next level by getting engaged or getting married. And that is the process of time. Like You just can't have all the answers on day one. You have to just allow connection to be um, developed over time. And this is the same. Like You just have to allow time to pass to get to know yourself more, to trial and error, to experiment, to sometimes get that clarity. So yes, sometimes people get the clarity straight away, but also sometimes people don't. And welcome to life. You know, life is constantly ever-changing, constantly evolving. So it's always going to be a rotating door of like, okay, what is what is it that I want next? And how can I figure out what it is that I want next? So yes, different clients have required different processes to discover what it is that they want. And that's why one-on-one mentoring is completely bespoke. We are constantly working together based on your circumstances to create the right strategy for you. You We constantly seek feedback and adapt in live time. And that is exactly how Tracy has gotten clear on the business that she wants to launch at this point in time and has gone all in on it and made it happen. So what's the behind the scenes? Like, How did this actually unfold? Well, let me share that with you. So we went through multiple stages and multiple steps of helping her get clear on what it is that she doesn't want, what it is that she wants, and what's a good fit for her in 2024. So over these three months, early on, the first thing that we had to get clear on, step one, was identifying what she specifically doesn't like about her current job. So this was really necessary to do because Tracy said something to me that I remember I felt when I was in my previous job as a physiotherapist. She spoke about how she would feel dread on a Sunday night or in the morning when her alarm went off. She'd feel dread about going into work. But then when she actually got to work, she would actually feel okay. And she would even enjoy her time at work. And I know that I felt this and I've actually spoken to multiple other people who experienced this as well. And this can be confusing because it's like, uh, do I not like my job or do I like it? Like, why do I feel differently about it at different times of the day? So what we had to do was we had to get really clear on this. Like we, we couldn't just rely on the feeling of dread and the feeling of enjoy, enjoyment. We had to pinpoint, okay, what is it specifically that you don't like about your job? What is it specifically that you dread about your job? So a few things that Tracy quoted was a lack of flexibility, um, the fact that it's like really intense. Like working as a podiatrist, you could have back-to-back patients all day without any break. So you could be seeing like, you know, up to 20 patients a day. It's like in, out, in, out. And that takes a lot of energy. And, um, you know, of course, we, like as a physio, as an ex-physiotherapist, we, we love helping people, but sometimes it, it's, it's a lot, right? 
So Tracy was able to identify those things that she like struggled with a lack of flexibility and like the intensity that it demanded of her. So when we were able to figure that out, step two was identifying what Tracy specifically enjoys about her current job. So she does feel dreaded about her job sometimes, but sometimes when she's there, she enjoys her job. Like time goes by fast. So what is it that she specifically enjoys about it? And she was able to identify, okay, well, I I love a challenge. I love to stimulate my mind and to challenge myself. And as part of um, being an allied health professional, there's problem solving. You know, someone comes in, they have a pain like in their foot and you're like, okay, well, you know, does it hurt when you do this? Does it hurt when you do that? This is the diagnosis. So Tracy enjoyed the aspects that it challenged her, even though part of the challenge, like the intensity of it is something that she also doesn't like. But the other part that she quoted and a really big part of it was that she loved how her job meant that she can help people. So helping people is a big part of what she loves to do. And that is clear because, you know, every time I talk to her about what her vision for the world is and what her um, her kind of idea for her dream life would look like, she would always talk about how she wants to make a difference. Like she shared a story about how once when she was in school, she was like playing on the soccer field, I think, or the basketball uh, basketball court like a little sporting court and then she was like running really fast and then she tripped and then fell into the trees and actually like broke her nose <laughs> but then because of that her, her school has since set up like this net so that people don't fall into the trees and then break their nose and that made Tracy feel really good about how even though she kind of broke her nose and that's not ideal like her existence made a difference to this school and could help future students be safer and to not break their nose. (laughs) So impact and being able to help people and being able to make a difference is really important to Tracy. So this also uh, highlighted how a lot of the things that she enjoys about her current job aligns with her values, which is another thing that we did spend a whole session really fleshing out and looking at as well. Because our values are what essentially guides and informs who we are and how we show up, all of our behaviors, our actions. We need to be clear on our values. Otherwise, if we're acting out of alignment with our values, then we might wonder why deep down we don't feel good about ourselves, why we don't like feel like we are really happy with ourselves. So that's a whole other thing as well. Um, but something that you should definitely be clear on is, What are your core values? So that's kind of like Uh, 2.1, like knowing your values as well as knowing what you specifically like about your current job. So now you know what you don't like and now you know what you like. But that's not it because just because you like something doesn't mean that you should go for it. Something else that you should take into consideration as well, and this is step number three, is what are your strengths? being self-aware and understanding your strengths as well as your weaknesses. And this isn't to say that you are completely bound to your strengths and your weaknesses, because of course, there is always capacity to develop your weaknesses. There's always potential for you to evolve and to become someone that you haven't been in the past. 
but it's just good to be aware of where you're at now and how you can use those strengths to your advantage. So Tracy, she was able to identify that she's got many strengths. She's a really good organizer. She's really empathetic. She's a great communicator. She's understanding. She's dedicated. And these are all incredible strengths that can be translated into so many different businesses. Um, they're, they're really, they're, they're very core strengths that, yeah, it, it helped Tracy build her confidence as well that she could make any of these businesses work because she has what it takes to make any of these businesses work. So then like that was also part of the coaching process to help Tracy overcome any self-doubt and to see all of these business ideas on a level playing field. That she didn't have to choose one or the other based on like what's viable or what she is up for versus not, but more like what is the most true for her? Like what is the most right for her in the long term? So number three, looking at her key strengths. Then number four was mapping out her dream lifestyle. So looking at, okay, what is your dream lifestyle? Like part one of that dream lifestyle, like what impact do you want to have on this world? Because that is part of your lifestyle. Like if you're doing something that you don't believe in, let's just say, for example, if someone doesn't believe in tobacco smoking, because they think it's really bad for people and, you know, their, their grandpa passed away from lung cancer due to smoking, like if they're going to be working in a tobacco company, they're probably not going to be living their dream lifestyle. They're acting against their values and that is going to eat them up from the inside out. So we've got to firstly be aware of like what impact we want to have on the world, but also like the dream lifestyle that we want to live. So for Tracy, that involved time and location flexibility. So being able to travel, being able to work, like not always in a physical location, um, and also have flexibility with the time to like have a family and be there for our kids while still being able to run a business. And I think this is quite a common lifestyle dream for many people. I know it was for me because, you know, ultimately time is the real currency of wealth. You know, and like people are going to be so much happier if they have the time that they want to do the things that they want with who they want. So, I, I, I'm so for this. I think this is a very common dream lifestyle that many of us dream of. And then step five that we started to go through was to now bring this all together and look at all the business ideas that she currently has and how it aligns with all the things she's already identified. So she's identified uh, what she doesn't like about her current job what she does like about her current job. She looked at her values, her strengths, her weaknesses, her dream lifestyle, the impact she wants to have on this world. And then now she can run all of these business ideas through the filter of these things that she knows that she needs in the future. And then she's been able to narrow down the business ideas to get closer to the final one. And this is really important because... When we know exactly these things, we can make an intentional decision to make a move in our life that progresses us forward. Because something that I do want to mention as well is I think a lot of people can get caught up in the trap 
of like leaving their current job because they're not fulfilled in one way or another, but not really taking the time to consciously pinpoint what it is that they don't like about their current job. So then what they do is they get lured in by the next shiny reward, you know, shiny object syndrome. They get lured in to this next job that might pay more money or might seem cool because their other friends are doing it or, you know, their family is doing it or it's revered by society. So then what happens is instead of actually taking a step forward and progressing in their life, they actually just take a step sideways and they go into a new job where they think they're going to solve the problems that they had previously, but they're actually still dealing with the same levels of unfulfillment just in a different job this time. So this is what we did with Tracy. We got really clear on these things and looked at the business ideas and how they aligned with all of these things that she's identified. And also through the mentoring and coaching process, I was also able to help point out things that she didn't realize previously. Because I would ask her questions like, so out of option A and option B, which of these business ideas do you feel most called to? And she would say something that I would be able to read between the lines and call out. It might not be the best uh, uh, reason or justification to base your decision on. What I mean is we often express our subconscious thoughts through our language without even realizing it. And sometimes other people can hear it better than us. So, for example, if I asked Tracy about two different options and she said something like, uh, yeah, I'm feeling option A more than option B because I know option B, it, it, it's got less of a chance of working out, you know, like options A, more, option A is more stable or option A uh, will make me more money. So I think maybe that's the one that I should start with. And when I would hear these things, I'm like, okay, I hear what you're saying, but are you going to just make a decision based on which option is more easy? Or you're going to make a decision based on which option is going to make you more money? Because is that ultimately going to be what leads to your fulfillment and, and your happiness? Or will it be like the easier option that you can settle for, the quicker option that you can settle for, but may potentially lead you to a place where you end up feeling the same and in the same rut as you are now? So like this is the beauty of of the coaching. It's like it could bring out different biases and and different subconscious thoughts, maybe limiting beliefs, self-doubt that that my clients have that helps them to make the truest decision that's aligned to their highest self, not just making the decision that's easiest or a fear-based decision. So that's step number five. And once we had... That sorted, once we got clear on which business is the best one for Tracy at this point in time, then Tracy could finally commit to starting and really going all in on her business, Protein Flowers, and launch a campaign just in time for Valentine's Day. So to give a little bit of a shout out to Protein Flowers, I think it's a brilliant idea. Protein Flowers is like flower bouquets 
that have real flowers or they can be like fake flowers as well and they're also like um arranged so that they have protein bars inside of them and that's why they're called protein flowers and of course they can be for women as well um but the reason tracy started this is because men don't usually get flowers but why shouldn't they get flowers why can't they have flowers that are like designed for them to enjoy as well as have the practical functional component of having protein inside of those flowers so whether it's for like a graduation or I don't know a birthday or valentine's day like what a romantic like culturally appropriate appropriate gift but it's also practical and functional so over our time that we've partnered up together, Tracy has gone from not knowing what it is that she wants to do and like sitting on the fence and feeling really stuck and overwhelmed to deciding to launch a campaign for protein flowers for Valentine's Day, which has been so beautiful to witness. And it's been such an honor to guide Tracy on this journey because, oh my gosh, she's gotten so much from this, you know, launching the campaign all of the experience, the learnings that come with that, as well as the confidence, the confidence that Tracy now has seeing the evidence of what she can do. And if she can launch one business and one campaign, like now, what's stopping her from launching another one if she does ever want to start a second one or change course in the future? So this is the power of experimentation to get answers. And yes, for some people through the ultimate legacy visualization, like that was the case for me, like the ultimate legacy visualization, which is a visualization process that ended my quarter life crisis. And I I give to my clients to give themselves some clarity on what it is that they want. Like sometimes through hypothesizing, you can get some more ideas or more clarity. But at the same time, hypothesizing in our mind can only get us so far because we'll never know the actual reality of how something looks and feels until we do it. And as human nature dictates, like we'll never know if a business idea will be the one business we'll get married to forever. <laughs> like we'll, we'll never know. Even even when we're dating, going back to that analogy, even when we get engaged, even when we get married, we, we gen, generally hope and intend that they will be the one person for us forever, but also divorce rates would say otherwise. And we can never be sure and guaranteed that, you know, we're going to be thinking in the exact same way 20 years down the line. Like we, we change so much as people. We're a completely different person, you know, every decade, let alone multiple decades. So can we ever really guarantee or speak for a future version of us, which isn't even who we are now? So the point of me saying that is, is every business that we start, the most that we can do is be certain that it is the right one for now and be intentional and be hopeful that it's going to be one that we're going to still be aligned with for a while. But also we can't guarantee that it's going to be the one forever and that is okay. Like even what I do now, you know, I love what I do. Like surely you've picked that up by now. I freaking love it. There are days where I'll work 14 hours and you have to literally drag me away from the laptop. Um, but also I'm never going to say that I know 100% this is what I'm still going to be doing in 30 years time. 
Like maybe there are many other things I want to be able to do, things I want to be able to contribute and express myself in different ways within this one lifetime. So the point is, take the pressure off yourself that you need to find the one right business and wait till you're 100% sure that that is the right business for you before you get started. Take that pressure off yourself because you can never be sure. And if you wait till you're sure, you'll be waiting a very long time and you'll be causing yourself you'll be causing yourself the inevitable pain of trying to give yourself something that doesn't exist. Trying to give yourself the guarantee and the stability that cannot exist in this ever-changing world. So, what I want to share with you is there is no one recipe that will work for everyone. You know, like, as I've already mentioned, my clients all go through such different journeys to find out what it is that they want to do and what business they want to launch. But sometimes seeing how it worked for someone else can inspire you to think of asking yourself questions or doing things in a way that is right for you. You know, you can take what's right for you and then leave what's not. So that's why I wanted to share with you this episode today, the process that Tracy went through to get clear on what business she wanted to launch and go from like being on the fence and being confused to having momentum and having action that makes her feel good about herself. So you can't just copy what other people are doing, but you can get ideas and you can be inspired. You know, make sure that you ask yourself the right questions as the quality of your questions will dictate the quality of your clarity. And then from there, the quality of the strategy that is right for you. Because you need the strategy that is going to be completely true to your current situation, where you want to go, your personality style, your weaknesses, your strengths, and all of those things. And this is exactly what I love about one-on-one mentoring. Like I meet you where you are at and guide you forward based on you. So if you're in a position where maybe similar to Tracy, you know that you're made for more and you want to pivot out of your current job, but you just don't know where to start. Or even if you are further down the journey in terms of your business, maybe you know what idea or business you want to launch, but you don't know how to. You're, you're, you're stuck on what you need to do in order to move forward and achieve worldwide domination and be the best at what it is that you do. If you don't know how to, then one-on-one mentoring is exactly what may help you overcome that hurdle. I I genuinely mean this when I say it is such an honor and a privilege to be trusted by you to guide you on your journey. And that is why one-on-one mentoring is something that I keep very intimate. I work with eight clients at a time maximum so that I can give you my entire presence and energy and focus and I give you everything that I have to walk by your side along the journey stick by you through all the highs all the lows all the unexpected turn turns and then we work together to come up with the right strategy for you to fast track your results and achieve the business that you want make the money that you want while still living your truest and fullest life. So if this is something that you feel like you are interested in and you'll get a lot from in 2024, then please do reach out. I'll put a link in the podcast show notes for you to apply for one-on-one mentoring. 
And I really look forward to opening up that conversation and seeing if there is any way that I can help you on your journey. There are no obligations at all. And I'm really excited to be there along your side for you to achieve things that you've never achieved before by doing things that you've never done before. Fam, thank you so much for listening to the end of another episode. I hope that this has been helpful and practical for you, especially if you're in the process now of like figuring out what it is that you want to do next and what it is that you want to do with your life. That's it from me for now. I'll catch you in the next episode. See you later.